everyone. Welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. My name is Lele B and I'm really, really excited about this week's episode because I get to talk about my recent solo trip to the Western Cape. So I'm on the other side of the table this week and answering questions that you sent to me via Instagram about my oh so amazing trip. <laughs> so a huge thank you goes to my friend Lerato Moja for stepping in to ask the questions on behalf of you guys and I guess for making this more fun because can you imagine how boring this would have been if I was just you know alone and kept talking uh, to myself. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy Lerato that you made this sound a lot a lot better. Um, yeah so here we go guys I hope you will enjoy this conversation and that the information I shared is helpful and it inspires you to travel to the Cape at least and uh, yeah please share your thoughts with me on social media at Miss Lelo B or at Chica Travel Podcast. I really, really look forward to hearing what you think of this episode. Enjoy. Hi, Lelo. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> to my own podcast. Thank you. Yes, well, to, to Johannesburg. Or should we say welcome back to the country? Because you went to, you know, the Western Cape is another country. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. a young Europe. <laughs> the, the other Europe, like South Africa. No, yeah, that, it's a little Europe. It was so good, though. I really, really enjoyed my time there. I've been back for a week now, and it mm-hmm. did it did me a lot of good. It's amazing what the yeah. ocean can do for you. Yeah, because I was going to ask that: Is your soul happy? Because you know, mm-hmm. you must. Is your soul happy? Mm-hmm. I definitely can say that my soul is happy. I needed that break. Yo, I think before that, I was just so exhausted. Even at work, you can see you're not even performing, you know. You're not performing at the level that you're accustomed to because you are just so tired and exhausted and I just couldn't wait to go. So right now I'm feeling so energized and I'm feeling like, yes, I, I was. You know, when you when you come to the end of the trip and you're like, okay, it's okay, I'm good now. I can actually- Yes, I can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can go home now because I rested. I did what I wanted to yes. do. And yeah, it was just so, so, so good for my soul. Okay, so that was the reason you took this location. You were tired, exhausted, and you just needed time out. Yes, I was so, so, so tired. And the plan, you know, it was not planned as a solo location. I was, yeah. when I planned it, it was for me and Sia to go. But oh, it, Sia. Yes. <laughs> I think a week before we had to go, then obviously Varsity started registrations all of a sudden we realize they, they are starting on the same week. We're leaving on the Sunday and they're starting on the Monday. So on the Monday. yeah. And he was like, nah, he's, he'd rather stay back. Uh, he's, he doesn't want to be, even though they're online, but he doesn't want to be, you know, st- uh, starting varsity during a trip. And, and I guess it yeah. was going to be a little bit disruptive because I mean, we're going to move from one, uh, you know, cabin to the other on the trip. So I was like, okay, no, it's fine. You can stay. Uh, but, you know, for him, he's not, he doesn't get excited by travel in any case. So, such a weird child, that one. So <laughs> weird. So weird. <laughs> he doesn't it's get okay. it. One day he'll find himself. Exactly. <laughs> or find whatever it is that he likes uh, the same that way I love him. Happy. Mm. Yes, that makes him tick. Yeah. Okay, so then that became your solo travel. So, how did you? decide 
on where to go. Okay, let's start with why did you decide to go back to the Western Cape? Because, (laughs) (laughs) first of all, that trip we did, which you were also on, the Chica Travel Cape trip was amazing. So. I think it also kind of gave me a different perspective to the Cape, how I, I never really, you know, rated it up there. <laughs> like mm-hmm. personally, oh, yeah. I'm not saying I didn't know they're nice places, but I, I just never got that connection to it each time I went there. But that particular Because you only went to Cape Town. Because you only went to Cape Town. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that one gave me an, a, a, a nice introduction to, to, the, to, the, to the rest of the Western Cape, I, I guess. Mm. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I think earlier in the year, in one of my newsletters, I put together like a list of, you know, because there's COVID now and we don't really want to be staying in big hotels where there's lots of people and lots of interactions. So I had put together a list of, you know, places that one could visit if they're looking for uh, a holiday but where you can be isolated with whoever you're traveling with and not, you know, be, you know, in crowded spots. In crowds, yeah. Yeah. So in, as part of that list, the Riverstone House, which I went to, was on that list because I had, you know, shortlisted it, it as one of the places that I would love to go to. Because, you know, ever since Rosemary Hill, I'm not interested in this little quirky, nice, um, nice. different, you know, farm vibes. So... When I saw the, the, the family tin uh, at Riverstone and I saw the couple's pod, I was like, oh my gosh, these are so, so amazing. I want to go and check them out. So yeah, so that's how I ended up, you know, saying, okay, Sia, let's go to this one. I was like, if I'm there, I might as well see both, you know, cabins because I was Kevin, interested yeah. in both. So yeah, so that was, that was why I decided on, 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 on that one for our trip. And then when he yes. pulled out, Mithi, when he when he he cancelled on you, it was just you now, and you yeah, like, it was just me it's now. Fine, I'll still go. Yes, I that was not even an option. Uti, I'm gonna cancel because first of all, I'm on leave. I have all this mm. time to myself, so. I was like, okay, this child is not even here at home because he's he's been at his dad's house since January. Um. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so there's no reason really for me to come back to Joburg. So I might as well, while I'm in the Cape, see other places that I've always wanted to see. And then there was that, uh, the Olive Tree Villa in Yeza Fontaine. Oh Ooh, my that gosh. Was beautiful. Oh! I was camping on your page and I was like, okay, I need to visit that place, but I'm definitely not going there by myself. <laughs> It would be nice to go there with a the bay, <laughs> definitely. With a bay, yeah, that was definitely a bay place. <laughs> it's very, very romantic. It's luxurious. Oh, it's just Everything in there is just, you can see how they paid attention to detail. The bedroom, the kitchen, mm-hmm. the lounge, outside, the bathroom, everything is just so beautiful. So I and that's, what makes a, that's what makes a, like your, where you stay uh, special. Because you can see that the person who who decorated the place or designed it, they put thought into it, you know. They didn't just put Mm. together and just... And hope for the best. Yeah, and hope (laughs) for the best. Yes. No, I think think also for me, for me as someone who uh, places so much value in where I am staying, you know, during my trip... Uh, so that is that is very very important to me, um, and 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 you know I had that place 
on my saved list, I think since beginning of last year, because Gatli actually is the one who sent it to me. Ah, nice. Either okay. last year or the year Gatli. before. Yeah, Gatli mm. sent, sent it to me a while ago on some, this place is beautiful. And then I went into their website. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go. I need to go. But I didn't have a sense of, okay, here's a fountain. Where is it? How do I get there? And all of that. So, mm. but when I saw that, okay, that I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have time to stay in the Cape. I was like, okay, cool. Let me just check my route. Uh, if I yeah. leave, um, if I, obviously I'm going from here to, from Cape Town to Worsley driving there. Uh, how far is this place, Yeza Fontaine, from where I will be? Because I was also a bit nervous about driving in the Cape. You know that I was asking you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hate the bends. <laughs> oh, I can't stand them. I just really, really panic when I see curves and things on the roads. So I checked, yeah. I was like, okay, there's Yeza Fontaine. It's like an hour and a half, two hours from Worsley. And then I was like, okay. Uh, obviously this place is very expensive. So, well, I'm not going to mm. spend the whole week there, but I need to sleep there for at least two nights so I can really get to experience it. I was like, okay, where can I go? There's another place in in Western Cape, Paternoster, that I've also, you know, got on my list of places that I want to see. And then I was like, okay, so if I leave from Yezefontein to uh, Paternoster, how far, how far is it? And then from Paternoster back to Cape Town to catch my flight back, uh, how, how far? So I had to check that. And then I went to yeah. Debojo who's you know you know him the western cape planner and mr. i said to him, pin pin. yes mr pinpin i was like dude this is my <laughs> plan i want to go to i want to do this and i go from cape town worsley worsley here's a fontaine here's a fontaine paternosta paternosta back to cape town does it make sense mm. what does the road look like are the bends and curves and whatever because honestly that was going to be another thing that determines whether i go or not the easy <laughs> <laughs> you need to hire a driver you yeah because because if i had to drive on my own yo so Tebucho was like no no it's i checked it out it's an easy easy road you can absolutely do it and the distances are not too bad as i like, cool stuff then i then i did it i did my bookings i did uh i booked uh the yeza fontaine place i booked before i left mm-hmm. and then okay. they Paternoster, I only booked while, whilst I was already on the trip because then I was like, okay. Oh, okay. So mm. now you did not plan the whole itinerary from home. So you went to eat the plane and then from there you were like, okay, where to next? Mm. So you just. Yeah, so what I had for sure was the the Riverstone House was the one that I had already booked. And actually okay. my flight, I had already uh, booked a return flight because when, when I was booking with C, I booked both our flights and our return flights. And we were only supposed to come back a week later. And then only when I was in Yeza Fontaine did I book the Paternoster stuff. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's um, help the guys out there. What is your list? Um, when you're looking for a solo trip, do you have like a checklist in your, do you have it written down or do you just have things that you have to look out for? I don't know if I've got a checklist, but mm. in my head, I know it depends on firstly, what is it that I want to get out of the trip? Like for this particular trip, I knew that I want to rest 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 and do absolutely nothing and just you know just enjoy being having time all to myself like a full two weeks all to myself without any obligations so I needed then a place that could offer me that so the farm the riverstone in the farm that was quietness there's no one there um you know there's no interaction with anyone so 
so that was that was ideal for especially those first few days of me being you know away from home just that total isolation mm. but i must say the first day actually on my because i got there on the sunday and on the monday lisole and Tebucho came because <laughs> they <laughs> Lisole happened to be in cape town on the same day and he was free so they drove yeah. uh an hour and a half to come and see me at the farm and that was also nice and then they we had lunch did some shots and then they left and then I, I had three days all to myself. So that was also cool. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's really just about what is it that I want to get out of the trip? The trip, is it relaxation? Is it for me to see, you know, sites and explore? And I guess it also depends on, on my budget. <laughs> how yes, much do I have course. that determines where or how far I can go? Even though, to be quite honest, I really don't mind spending money on travel. Um, yes. Yeah, it really just depends on the checklist will, will be about where do, what do I want to get out of the trip? Uh, how much can I spend on this trip? And what is on my list of places or things that I want to do? And then that determines what the trip looks like. Okay. And also now when you're all by yourself, um, what are you doing to keep busy? I, mean, you, I know you just want time, time out by yourself um, instead of just seeing places you back at this beautiful um, accommodation and what, how, what do you do to keep busy? I actually took uh, three books with me on that trip, but uh, I only read the one. I had already started reading it before I left. So I, I managed to finish it during the trip. And nice. um, the rest of the time I was either just chilling, sitting, sleeping, <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, taking pictures. Taking pictures. Yeah, but I slept quite a a bit as well. I really did sleep a lot. And I mean, some of the days, there would be no pressure for me to, you know, to go out and do whatever because I'm alone. So I can decide, you know what? Okay, I've got food. There's food. Um, I think I cooked. How many times? I I cooked twice during the, the trip. The rest of the time I would like get food uh, coming into me or going out to eat um yeah i i really i i rested there was no the only activity that i did during this trip was besides go out to restaurants to eat by myself was the horse riding that i did at the at the beach in paternoster yeah the rest of the time i didn't do any activities whatsoever it besides i mean eating going out to eat lunch or dinner doesn't really count as an activity uh, so I, yeah. I didn't I didn't do anything. I just rested. I read books. I was on my phone. I was looking at pictures, taking pictures on social media and doing nothing. Yeah. And I spent some time was good. watching watching uh, TV for a bit. I had my laptop with me, so I got to watch a bit of um, Highlander, uh, Outlander, sorry, which I'm obsessed with. <sighs> <Okay. laughs> which I still haven't watched. <laughs> You're missing out. When are you, you are missing out. If you love love, you must watch that show. <laughs> I also sent you a text and I was like, who's taking all those pictures? Mm. So please explain to everyone um, who was taking all those pictures. I took my pictures by myself. This time, <laughs> people don't understand. People don't understand. I think out of all the pictures that I posted on social media during the trip, the only picture that was taken by someone was the pic. Okay, besides the pictures that Lisola took, obviously, 
where I was wearing yeah. the black and out, black, black and white outfit. The other picture that was taken by someone else was the picture where I was wearing a green suit thingy in Paternoster that was taken by the lady at the guest house that I was staying. The rest of the pictures okay. I actually carried with me a a ring light because uh, I was talking to Lebza for sure. And I was saying to him, ah, Sia pulled out of the trip. Now who's going to take pictures of me? And <laughs> Lebza is like, ah, yeah, don't you have a ring light? Uh, I'm like, ah, actually, I do have a ring light. Love yes, I do have a ring light. It's like a, I have a big ring light, which I bought, and I've got a small oh. ring light, which Netflix uh, gave to me while they, when they were sending some people stuff. The ring light was part of that package. It's like that ring light is small enough to, to fit into my luggage, and I can mm. take it with me. So I took that with me so I can use it as a tripod to take pictures. And mm-hmm. all those pictures I took inside, well, obviously indoors. Uh, that's why you don't see a lot of pictures of me at the different places that I went to, or the different restaurants mm-hmm. uh, that, that I went to, or even at the beach, because I didn't have my, 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 I didn't carry this thing with me everywhere. But if I was indoors, then I could use it. It actually, you just need to test it a couple of times, but it works wonders. That with your cell phone timer, if you don't have that yes. remote because um, this one had that remote but at some point the remote was not working so I was just relying on my timer so even those pictures where I'm inside the pool at at the olive tree villa those were also using uh, my phone's timer, timer. yeah <laughs> and they turned out I mean beautifully I was like okay yeah because we thought I was like mm, <laughs> is she lying is she with someone there she tell us yeah, no, look, that thing is is like is is like life changing for me. I'm like, okay, so I don't have to worry about always having a photographer with me if I'm traveling, yeah. because then well, not can... not take a not don't take the job from this sort of thing. You know. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying I don't be, replace him. I won't, I won't be I won't panic as much now if I don't have yes. a photographer. Whereas before it was like ah, there has to be a photographer, you know, on the trip. Yes. I mean, it does make a difference. The pictures look a whole lot better, but there is True. that option. Not everybody can afford to always travel with the photographer. So That's then bring a ring a ring light or whatever tripod it doesn't have to be an actual ring light, but just bring a tripod and it can be a small tripod. And this is actually some. Something that uh, Mutua, one of my guests on the podcast, he's a photographer in Kenya. That's one of the tips that he gave me to say, get a tripod if you're traveling alone, then you can just take pictures. I mean, there's a, there's a photo that I posted of me uh, at the beach and I'm wearing like I'm wearing my gym clothes, though. And um, I took that one with just my phone. I didn't have a tripod at the beach. So I just took that with my phone and self-timer. I put it on the on my towel and I found a rock to balance it with and then self-timer and I took a picture and people like it. So <laughs> there you go, people. If you need a sort of travel companion, um, a tripod or a ring light. Yes. Got you. It got you. You can do all sorts of things with it. And a lot of and a lot of influencers. A lot of social media content creators uh, mm. use make use of ring lights or tripods to take their own pictures. So it's not that like every picture is taken by a photographer, especially when you're at home. Okay, and let's get this question out of the way because someone sent a question about um, how you get your abs so flat. <laughs> I can't even, you know, I can't even lie, guys. I can't even lie. It's really just good jeans, 
I I mean yeah. you I, have good genes, girl. I do, like, I do. Know? And I don't yeah. wanna I don't wanna lie to people and say no, I do this and I do that. It's not even gym or whatever. Even before I started working out, because I, I only started mm. working out one 2019. Um mm. I, I've always really been blessed with you know a good physique. So uh yeah, I can I don't I don't have tips to give to anyone except to say I don't know. Listen. You got it from your mama <laughs> or your papa. <laughs> That's where I got it from. Okay, cool, great. So another person asked that um, your outfits, um, they love your outfits that you take on your vacations um, and they would love for you to share where you get your outfits. And I remember you once said that you 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 share your outfits. So mm-hmm. take us through that. Like how do you pack and all of that stuff? And for this particular trip, I didn't even plan outfits because mm-hmm. of the type of trip that I was planning it to be. It was just for me to relax. And I was also not going to have a photographer. So therefore, I didn't mm-hmm. have expectations. Like I needed to, you know, pack what outfits and so on. But obviously, I did have the the um, the black and white thing that people liked, which I got. I think I bought this last year sometime from Me and B Shop. It's an online shop. They also on Instagram. Um and and the green suit that people liked, the green two-piece that people liked, I got that from Gwena. I saw it from Gwena's uh, WhatsApp profile picture sometime last year. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this. I want it. And she gave it to me last year around mm. <laughs> August, September. So I've had it since then. But there wasn't anything new that I bought um, the only thing that I bought for this trip was the track suit, the gray track suit <laughs> that yes. I wore out of the pictures. And I actually bought it at the airport in Cape Town because I was getting Ever to Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a king. Um, Cape Town, this weather, it got, it's going to rain and whatever. And I don't have anything warm with me. Let me buy this. I, get, I got into the Woolies at, at, at the airport and I bought that before I, I, I went to get my car. So I didn't really plan any outfits. But yes, the person is right. I did say that I was going to share my outfits when I travel. The mm. reason why I haven't done that, sometimes I think ah, this outfit is not worth, you know, making noise about or telling noise people about. about. And then people love it. And then people love it. I'm just going to stop looking down on my outfits and saying it's just a basic outfit. Whatever yeah. I'm wearing that uh, I'm just, I'm just going to say, okay, this is where I got it. Just so people know. Um, yeah. Cause I, I got a lot of questions for the, for both those outfits. So I think it's something that I'll just be a bit more mindful about sharing uh, on further trips. Okay. Mm. All right. Oh, let's go to um, the different places you visited. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier that obviously you have to think about the trip and the logistics and how to get around. Mm. Um, so people just want to know um, the prices of the different places that you stayed at, you know, because obviously you have to think about the budget. So you don't mind sharing that, right? No, I absolutely don't mind because um, mm-hmm. I, I have shared a bit of it already. Uh, so, yeah. okay. So uh, the first one was River House, Riverstone House. So Riverstone House, I spent two nights at the Fem Tin and that one is like 1,600 per night. And I mean, it sleeps four people. So if there's four of you and it's 1,600 yeah. per night and you're going there for a weekend, it's only it's it's 400 nights. Yeah, per person. So that's that's reasonable. Obviously, these these are these are self catering. So yes. uh, then food is 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 additional. And then the couples part. That's also one thousand seven hundred per night. That's for two people. Um, mm-hmm. 
So that's also, I think that's reasonable. I actually think River Stone House, both those ones are really, really reasonable. And that 1,700 per night at Couples Port, it's, it's very similar to what you would pay at like your Rosemary Hill or Nehima Mano or any of these, you know, uh, yeah. cabins that are like super funky and all of that. And then after that, I went to <laughs> the Olive um olive tree villa so that one is luxury and it's i think for me i was like okay i'm gonna go to this farm place i need to include something in the trip where i'm spoiling myself right and yes. i was like i work so hard i just and i've always wanted to go it's to important. yes i've always <laughs> wanted to go to this place and there is no bay that's gonna come and take me to this place i mean i'm gonna wait forever until i'm gray if i don't go hey. I'm for the bay so honey take yourself <laughs> so that one is, is a little bit more pricey uh, but they've got different rooms. They've got two uh, villas and then the penthouse. So I think the other villa is like 3,000 rand per night or something. And then the other one is like uh, 3,500 or 4,000, something like that. And then the penthouse is like around 4,900 or 5,000 rand per night. That's for two people. So they each each of them sleeps two people. Um, yeah, so it depends on which one you want to to, to book I stayed in the penthouse and because I was like I'm not going to that place to not stay in the penthouse I'd rather not go mm. so yeah I stayed in the penthouse which I absolutely loved I'm actually going back for my birthday <laughs> Allah, Allah. <laughs> so wait so for the the penthouse um are they are, are you sharing the space with other people Mm-mm. or it's it's all yours. on its own it's you okay great so it's so you not it's like downstairs or next door or no whatever. no the other rooms are downstairs mm. and the penthouse is the only one that's upstairs you've got your bedroom mm-hmm. you've got your big mega bathroom you've got that long beautiful passage that you saw yes, you've got the I lounge you've got the dining area and then you've got the kitchen and then outside you know that patio with the the pool outside and then there's that balcony where you're looking at the ocean and seeing all these um, dolphins uh, swimming which was so so cool Um, yeah so you've got all that space yourself and you can just you know walk downstairs and and you are you are at the at the, at the beach so so oh, so and there's literally no one that beach is so private i was sitting there all by myself whenever i went there I, it was just me and she was saying the owner was saying to me even during the busiest time of the year christmas new year's mm. whatever easter there's never anyone in that in that strip of beach so i i loved that <sighs> so much. yeah i know those, <laughs> those videos i was like i need that is <laughs> and also you posted that they already had bookings since you you've been speaking about yo, it so yo, yo. This lady told me, she says, because um, I, I had posted the day before, and she says, I've already had eight bookings. Did you see? Oh, she said 11, not even eight. Oh, yeah. She said 11 inquiries and eight bookings out of that out of that <gasps> 11. And this was just on the first day. I don't know what happened after. So she was really, really super excited um, oh, about that, which is why I can go back now. <laughs> so, you know, so that was that. And then, uh, then we, I moved from there to Paternoster, right? And then yeah. Paternoster, I stayed at, um, actually before I went to Gonana guest house, 
uh, I wanted to go to Gonana for four nights because I was going to spend four nights in Paternosta. But Gonana was not available on the Sunday that I was leaving Elon Yeza Fontaine. And I really yeah. only left there because they they were gonna they had another booking. If they didn't have another booking, I probably would they would, would have stayed. Would have said, Just keep on staying here, and I would have stayed. Um, so I went. I booked another place in uh, in Paternosta called. Uh, I forgot the name now. Let me just I'll see because I posted it on Chica on Chica Travel. Uh yeah, here it is. It's it's Paternoster Dunes Boutique Guest House. So there okay. I the only room that I could find there was unfortunately not a sea facing room, but it was like 1,500 mm-hmm. per night. And that room stays, sleeps uh three people. So it's it's for a couple and a child, or because it's got a, this, you know, double bed in the main bedroom, mm-hmm. and then it's got a single bed in the other room and then they've got a lounge area and it's really really nice um i like that that guest house a lot even though i was only there for one night while i was waiting for gonana to actually move to gonana so i got to gonana and gonana that's where i spent 1700 including breakfast for three nights so in total it was okay. 1700 for all three nights and it's what? Because, yes <laughs> and it's because they run like midweek specials and this is not ah, just yes. gonana but a lot of these um you know establishments because they want uh you know people are not traveling overseas so because mm. people are not traveling overseas we all now traveling in uh, locally and all these places are like super fully booked so now they encouraging people to rather come during the week because then the week. They accommodate you and like weekends where it's always fully booked. So now they're running these specials to entice people to actually do those midweek stays. And I mean, with us working from home, a lot of them also have good Wi-Fi. They've had to upgrade their Wi-Fi to accommodate, you know, people that are working from home, working from home. Uh, but okay. staying at these places. So I would really encourage people to look at, you know, travel. Yeah, don't say the weekends mm. for, you know, for travel. Because obviously yeah. with all the popular places, if you look at availability, the Fridays to Mondays are always fully booked. Yes, but during the it's week, you can actually Tuesday find... Tuesday to Thursday spot, yes. Yeah. And it's uh, travel there. But the only thing about that is... um just like especially like when I was in Walsley at that Riverstone house and even in um in Paternoster, some of the restaurants in that in those areas they are closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. So oh. they, they would only open like Wednesday uh Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and the weekend. Um yeah, and it's and I guess it's because it's usually quiet during during that time. So I think course, if yeah. you are planning to go to whatever place, just check in uh, just research well in advance to see what are the restaurants in the area that you want to go to and are they open on those specific days. Like when I was in in Walsley in, at Riverstone, there was this place, Borsha's, that I wanted to go to, but I couldn't go because they were closed during the time that I was there. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So someone also asked, um, oh, so we've, we've covered all the accommodations you stayed at, right? Yes, we have. Okay. All right. So, and then someone asked, um, is it possible to get around Bonana House area with public transport? And how is it, how easy is it to travel to the remote areas without a rental car? Yeah, I don't think that's easy. Uh, yeah. You, you kind of need to have transport to get you around there. Because I remember when I was in, um, while I was there, there's a friend of mine who actually was thinking about coming to join me at the Olive Tree 
place. So when I asked someone to check how could they transport her from Cape Town Airport to uh, Yezafontein, and they were like uh, 1,500 or something for the transport. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it, uh, it's, it's, yeah, you need to kind of have transport to be able to, to navigate around. around there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can, if you don't have your own car and you can't drive, whatever, they, I'm sure there are these tour uh, transport people that can help you, but those will also be costly. Actually, it might yes. be a bit more costly than actually just renting out a car. So, uh, I don't think yeah. it's something you can do with public transport. Okay, cool. Mm. And then um, we know that uh, Western Cape uh, is kind of famous for um, racism. Mm. So someone just sent a question and said that they're concerned about racism as a black woman in a small town like Paternoster. Mm. Did you pick up on that or not? Yeah, um, not at all, hey? Nothing, nothing, nothing. And I was alone and I was, you know, go out to a restaurant to eat on my own. And you would now and again see people looking at you. Like even when we were in, in Wolseley, we went to Tulba with Deboho and 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 um and Lisola for lunch. And all these yeah. white people were like staring at us. And I was like, guys, are we not in South Africa? Why are they looking at us like they don't see they don't know black people? So I don't I don't understand what that was about. So but beyond that, yeah. you know, people looking at you, I didn't really experience anything. I actually found that people were a lot more attentive to me because I was alone. And you know, mm. even at the restaurants now and again, they would come and chat, chat with me, find out where I'm from, what's happening, am I enjoying the food, and suggest places to go and see around there. There wasn't, I didn't really experience any anything. But also, besides going out to the restaurants, I didn't do much. So I was mostly spending mm-hmm. time on my own. Um, obviously, you wouldn't expect racism at the place where you are staying because there they receive a whole lot of people. Um, but no, I didn't experience that at all. I actually felt like I was well taken care of because I was traveling alone. Even the people, my hosts, because they knew that I was traveling alone now and again, they would check in on me and suggest things they help me with this and that if I needed stuff, um, particularly because I was alone. But I didn't experience any racism whatsoever. And yeah. thank God for that. And I also think if, if you don't pay attention to that, you won't, you won't see it. I mean, I lived in Cape Town for eight years and I can't say I really had any issues, you know. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you don't go there with that mindset, trust me, you won't see it until maybe something really happens. But yeah, unless it's blatant, like must, in your face. Yeah, exactly. So if you go out, um, don't go, go out with that mindset to say, oh, mm-hmm. but we're this because it's really not that it's just those isolated cases yeah and i mean i went to this other restaurant where i was sitting for like a six course meal and it was really and it's always the old ones it's always the old people that will be looking at you and not the you know i'm wondering what's how how yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's more it's just looking at you and mean i don't Mm. think about it as they're looking at me because i'm black i'm thinking they're looking at me because i'm alone (laughs) in a restaurant (laughs) so you had no issues no i did not Okay, great. So um, let's see, next question. Um, yeah, because you had your cheapest sent through questions. Okay, now that we're talking about food, mm. um, let's talk about uh, the food that you experienced um, when you were there visiting the Western Cape. 
because we know that um, the Western Cape is actually home for most of the best uh, restaurants mm. um, in the world. So take us through your the food journey. This is you salivating. <laughs> It's because I can't remember the last time I had such yummy food. Yo, yo, oh, wow. that place was just like, yeah. And I'm thinking, especially for people who live in Cape Town, just drive to Paternoster on a weekend for food. You can, you don't even have to spend the night. You just drive in the morning, go and have lunch there, spend, you know, walk around mm. a bit in the afternoon and then drive back to Cape Town. And for us, I mean, then we would have to travel and book a whole weekend there, but it's yes. really worth going. So Paternoster, the restaurants that I visited, which I absolutely loved, um, I have already mentioned about the opening times and so on. So the Noisy Oyster, I loved, loved, loved that restaurant. I went once, I had oysters and then and I had the fish for, for lunch. I went there for lunch and just called, they called it the Ganada. So that was just mm. the yummiest, yummiest thing. I actually posted this on, on, my, on my social media as well. Definitely the Noisy Oyster, I would highly recommend. And then there was another one, Haiki. Oh, Gatung. <laughs> I had ostrich in this place. It was in some some chakalaka sauce and it was the most yummiest, yummiest thing. I actually wanted to go back after I had this meal. I wanted to go back the next day, but they were closed Uh because they only open on specific days as well. But Haiki is amazing, amazing, amazing. It's G-A-A-I-T-J-I-E. It's absolutely amazing. And you... Excuse me. You go, you walk in there and okay, because it's so jay, you know. Don't go to hey. Paternoster. Yeah, also don't go to Paternoster looking for ultra luxury and five star and, vibes. Yeah, and five star vibes at these restaurants. They all like down to earth. They all cute, down to earth, but the food is going to be amazing. And then okay. I also went to another one called the Siekat, D E C Siekat. Uh, it's mm-hmm. the Siekat. I went twice to this one uh, because they also don't close like the others. They open all the time. And the first times I also had oysters and sushi. You cannot have oysters when you're that side, you know? Because okay. <laughs> it's like oyster you farms. You enjoy oysters. Uh, they're okay. Uh, okay. I actually, the first time I was like, I haven't had oysters in a long time. Let me just have oysters because I'm here. And I was like, ah, whatever. And then the next time I sat down, I wanted to order them again. So I, I think I, I started yeah, enjoying right them because I, I think I had yeah. them three times while I was there. So hey. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do kind of enjoy them. Um, so wait, the sea cut, I went twice. And then yeah, I had oysters and then I had sushi. And then this, and then I ordered some calamari to go. And then the second time. I went because I had gone to this other restaurant. I actually forgot the name. Maybe it's a good thing that I forgot the name so that I don't blast them. I found hair in my food at this place. So, yeah, I ordered oysters and then I ordered the main meal. So when the main course came, there was food, there was some hair in it. I, you know what? I paid for my Uh, oysters and my drink and then I left. I went to Desiecat and I ordered, what did I order? I I had salmon when I got to the Seacut. Oh, it was just the yummiest, yummiest. I mean, it's just salmon, but it's just beautiful, beautiful salmon. I'm just hungry now listening to this. I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going back to Paternoster again, definitely. 
and for then the food. But I'm definitely going for the food because I'm thinking if I'm going to Yeza Fontaine and Yeza Fontaine to Paternoster is like an hour, an hour, 15 mm. minutes drive. So if I'm going back to uh, Yeza Fontaine from, for my birthday, I might as well go to Paternoster to have my birthday dinner or birthday lunch, actually birthday lunch. So yeah, there's this restaurant in Paternoster called Wolfhart. I don't know if it's Wolfgat or Wolfgat or Wolfgat, but it's W-O-L-F-G-A-T. So this restaurant mm-hmm. was voted was voted best restaurant in the world in 2019. Yeah, you see. So it's always, yeah, it's always fully booked. Even when I was there, because I tried to get in, but I couldn't get in because it was fully booked for the days that I was there. The only availability was like mid-April somewhere. So now if I want to go in May, I'm going to start making my booking now um so uh yeah i wanted to go but i couldn't get in so luckily the parents of the guy who owns wolfhart uh they have a restaurant called Upfekup, uh which they run it's like a bistro they have a cafe and then they have this bistro and they serve like a six course meal at 600 rand per person you also have to like pay in advance you book online and you pay in advance and then you come through uh yeah i this was the most amazing experience so before each meal the chef will come and explain this is uh what is this is what you're about to have this is what's in there this is how we've you know put it together oh you know all of that it just makes the experience a lot more rich and beautiful and they've got this beautiful yeah. music playing in the background and it's outdoors right so oh man it was just beautiful so i enjoyed 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 being at Ukfekup. Um, I also went to, like, if you've got money and money is not mm. an issue and you want to splurge, there's a five-star hotel in Paternoster called Strandloper Ocean Boutique Hotel. It's, um, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's also beach, beach, beach front. Um, you can just walk out of your room and you're at the beach. So they have a restaurant on site, amazing, amazing restaurants. It's called Lito. So now when I saw this name, I pronounced it Lieto because you write it the yeah, way you course. pronounce Lieto. And I was surprised <laughs> uh, when this, this person was talking to me about it, said Lito. I was like, oh, is it Lito? I thought it was Lieto. Anyway, yet. so that Lito <laughs> restaurant, it's absolutely stunning. The food was amazing. I had, uh, what did I have here? I didn't have ostrich. I had, uh, I forgot what I had, but I, I posted it on my, on, my, on my page as well and on my stories. I, it was amazing. It was so, so yummy. I would go back here any day, any day, any day. I really, really am going to go back in May, actually. I'm not even playing. So, yeah. So, you, like you're saying, they're always fully booked, so already make the booking book now yeah, yeah don't just show up and you know because mm. let us say go to this place yes no don't make just show up you have it. to book and all of these places that i mentioned you you have to book because they have limited space they are very popular they have limited mm. because obviously they have a good reputation they have limited space so it's always good to book um uh, when you go to these places amazing mm. so yeah, we know that the Western Cape is, like I said, is the home of the best restaurants in the world. And they're also the home of the best wines in the world. Mm-hmm. Why did you not visit a wine farm? I don't understand. <laughs> you had all this amazing food. I know you love your wine. Uh-huh. But I don't know why you did not like jump into at least one wine farm. They are everywhere. Why didn't you go to First of all, because I'm alone and I'm driving. Who's going to drive? When okay. I'm... And okay, not... okay. Oh, that's, 
<laughs> and remember, now I'm that person who drinks one glass of wine and then it's over for me. So, <laughs> so I would love, I have never been to a wine farm, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I would love to, to do that. Which is tragic. Which is I know. So <laughs> yeah. I've never been. So I would love to do that, but it has to be with friends or uh, some people. I can't go alone. I don't think mm. it would be fun to, to do that alone. And that whole experience just needs to have people yeah, with you that you can get crowd. drunk with and laugh. And you don't have to worry about driving when you leave there. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's so your next trip. Definitely um, group travel. If it's yes. in the Western it must include a wine farm or two or three hopping yeah hopping from one farm (laughs) to another and making sure that you know there's a driver that's you know that's gonna take care of us absolutely i would love that and speaking of the next group travel um do you have anyone planned I don't, I don't have any plans for a group trip now. I do miss traveling with people so much. Uh, mm. Yesterday I was on, on Instagram and I was just watching, looking at these pictures from this other girl posting, you know, pictures with the group of girls. And I was like, ah, oh, how I miss, you know, traveling with a, a group. But because of COVID and the, now they're talking about the third wave and we don't know what's what. Yes. So I don't think it's advisable to plan a group trip now. So I'd rather wait for maybe the second half of the year and see how things yeah. go. Then we can uh, we can do something like that. But yeah, I think right now it's might, I might as well just wait for winter to pass. I won't do anything until yeah. after winter. Yeah. Okay, so everybody can relax. Mm. They might for your newsletter and be like, ah, it's oh, yeah, and if, <laughs> and if I plan it, it will definitely be in the newsletter. <laughs> yeah, so make sure that you uh, subscribe to the newsletter, guys. And mm-hmm. yeah, you, you get to hear about it first. Yeah. Okay. So there was a question about how you monetize your passion for traveling. Do you mind sharing, sharing about that as well? Um, hmm. I don't think it, I've, I've put a particular plan or strategy into, okay, this is how I'm going to monetize, you know, travel yeah. and my passion and so on. This is one area that I really have not given as much focus as I could, I guess. Uh, yes, now and again, campaigns do come that are travel related, but it's not because I've, you know, consciously gone out there to find mm. them. And I think also for me, it's because I have a gig, I have a job that, <laughs> so I don't really, <laughs> yes that pays me so I don't need to make money from from what I do but obviously it is nice to get campaigns and be able to monetize and so on so yes. I create so currently I create content you know which is me traveling and sharing the places that I travel to and people love love it when mm. I share that information because they can now get to see all these other places and you know building that community and hoping that there will be brands out there that resonate with me that would also want to use my platforms you know to reach out to reach out to my community so um I I, I guess I'm just like letting it play out organically I'm not like actively yeah. pursuing brands must come and work with me and pay me for uh, for for all the stuff that I do, uh, but yeah, I mean the the money that I make from from all these social media campaigns, that's the money that I use for my for my trips. So yeah, you is, reinvest. Yeah, I, absolutely. That's it. I reinvested back into <laughs> into travel. Into the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also, what what I like what I like about you is that um, I mean, your first Rosemary Hill visit, you actually booked and paid mm. and. You literally love the place and posted about it, mm-hmm. and 
And now, I mean, a lot of people have booked Rosemary mm. and we'll say because of you, you know. Um, well, they do say Rosemary Hill does say. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> Rosemary Hill says, you know, you've killed them in a good way. Yeah. Um, so you, I love the fact that you don't actually go out there and say to a company, okay, I can do this for you. You literally yes. just put money in your book. Yeah. And you post about the place because you also love sharing and you want people to know about these places. And you've done so well for, you know, the tourism sector. I mean, the little bit that, you know, just to giving back. So yeah. you must also know that you don't just go there and be like, hi. Yeah. I, and <laughs> I can do this for you. You literally yeah. just say, I love this place. I'm going there. I'm going to tell people about it. And Ex- that, exactly. And, and, you know, and the thing about it is, I, I feel so bad. I mean, I, I could do that, you know, send mm. a proposal to say, please, can you accommodate me? For, I will do one, two, three for you. But I also understand mm. that we've just come through a period where these tourism and where tourism was suffering. They weren't getting, you mm. know, any income whatsoever. Even now, they're still in that recovery phase. So mm. I feel weird about, especially if I can afford it, to say, please, uh, can I stay here for free if if I can actually pay and and, and actually help them? So my thing right now is I will book the place if I want to go to it, and then I will email them and say, guys, I'm coming. I've booked, uh, and this is, and I'm going to cover this on my platform. Uh, so if there's anything you can, you know, recommend or suggest or add to make my trip a bit more special, I would appreciate it. So I leave it to them. Gonana, I didn't, I didn't even email them those ones because I had, I had spoken to them on on, on social media before. I just asked yeah. them about about the booking. So next thing I got there and then they want to give me a refund because I put them on my page. I'm like, no, guys, really, it's 1,700 over three nights, including breakfast. You don't have, I mean, you don't have to refund me. I, I am fine. Yes. And I think for me, I really, really do it because I want to support them. So when I see people booking and going there, it makes me so happy because I'm like, then I've mm. done my duty for the, the tourism industry, right? I've supported yeah. it. I've supported it beyond just, you know, talking about it, but I've also put my money in there to say, I'm going to, you know, pack my bags and actually go and visit this place and experience it for other people. So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And I think maybe from my side as well, it's just that, you know, you have a big heart and thank you for always just sharing because we know there are people that will travel and they'll be like, they won't even want to share where they went. And you're like, oh, this place is beautiful. I want to go, but this person is not saying anything. Mm-hmm. So thank you for always just, you know, sharing and mm-hmm. over actually you overshare <laughs> i absolutely <laughs> and that's a good thing that's i remember go rosemary hill because now they invite me back net to come and experience one two three and then they'll be yeah. like lelo you know you don't have to share on social media i'm like yeah i know but i can't help <laughs> myself <laughs> i want everyone to experience yeah. this I'm like, when, when you're having a good time you just like people should really experience yeah. this like, no, I don't know. It's so, like yeah. twice now they've told me I don't have to share, but I'm like, guys, it's okay. It just happens. I don't, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no, but that's like, yeah, like you said, you know, it's giving back. That's very important because, mm. yeah, struggling. And if we can do our bit to support, you know, Let's that, do that. goes a long way because mm. you've families and, 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 you know. Yeah. If you can travel, like just go out there and yeah, support the places out there. Yes, I think we've we've covered most of the questions that um, people sent. I think the last one 
um, has to do with the season, the best season to visit um, the Western Cape in order to experience it to the fullest. And when I stayed there for how many years? Four years? I think you are best position. Eight years, yeah. Eight years. Think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are best position to answer this one. I am not. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Western Cape summers are the best. You know, the sun sets at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And like rises very early so you have long days so if you can go um to the western cape in the summer season that's the best time and you don't have a lot of rain in summer maybe avoid the winter seasons unless you want to do the whole stay indoors cabin fever you know cabin vibes and um then those um that season will be beautiful for if you like for a location for example mm. and i in the winter season it'll be much cheaper as well because mm. not has to travel around that time mm. so if you have a solo season like the trip that you planned and you're just staying in a cabin and mm. i think be because you have that light drizzle rain you know mm. someone with if you can you know so couples can plan like a trip um like an indoor trip just to relax over the winter season but summer definitely so i think i mean cape town summer is literally nine months you know the weather is beautiful in any other season but yeah winter season that's when it starts raining so around may to august that's like the season so yeah you can plan around plan around those times but summer yeah i mean nine o'clock the sun <laughs> Setting at nine people. Yeah, so, I know. I think that's the most beautiful thing about being there. Like, you know, the the, the day is just long and long and long. So I love yeah. it. Yeah. And then, yeah, by the time the sun sets, you think it's seven o'clock. Like, <laughs> yeah, already, you know. And it's nine. So you literally have long days and mm-hmm. you enjoy it. So, yeah. yeah, it's really like so, being in Europe. <laughs> it is. See, that's why they call it Europe. That's part of the reason they call it that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think we've we've covered all the questions. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and like I said again, you know, thank you for your big heart and thank you for oversharing. Um, <laughs> like made a little bookmark. I'm like, okay, definitely going there one day. And yeah, we'll look forward to your next trips. Now I wonder yes. what the next one is. I need I just feel like I'm I need to be at the beach every weekend or every second weekend or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, we yeah, maybe here, so. <laughs> think about investing in a property that has, you know, sides so that so whenever you feel like just going and Bye. That's the dream, absolutely. Now, thank you so so much, Lerato, for doing. Thank you for taking oh, the time. It was, so much to... <laughs> it was like going through the trip again. Ne, yo, so, yeah, yes, man, I yeah. love vicarious yeah. holidays. <laughs> Thank you. No, I really had so much fun with that one. And I, and I think I know a lot of people are are, are worried about solo trips, but mm. I think if you just need time out to just relax and just, you know, gather yourself and your thoughts and, you know, recenter, yeah. do the solo trip. And it doesn't have to be as long as mine was. Mine was like too long. Uh, but just yeah. take a weekend, one night, even if it's just like one night away from everybody and just enjoy your... your and spend time with yourself, you spend know. Spend time and with just, yourself, yeah. Yeah, and just get to know yourself because it's, some, it's some so of us just handy. don't know yourself. So mm. just yeah. spend time with yourself. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Lerato, for your time. I really, really appreciate this so, so much. 
Anytime, anytime, okay, friends. Cool. Thanks, babe. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We will catch up again next week. But in the meantime, if you listen on Apple, please leave a review and comment. It helps other people find the podcast as well if you do that. So I appreciate that very much. And also you can find us on social media at Chica Travel Pod, hashtag Chica Travel Pod. Until next week, goodbye.